Live from the second interview at Defoe Enterprises, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I hope we get the job, I hope we get the job. We got the second interview. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that goes to the X, but only for the Polar Express, because we always want to go faster. Yes, it's that time of year where we brave the crowds and stare at the people on the sky ride. I'm always disappointed that they don't open a Tiny Tom's Donuts inside BMO just Ooh, for us. Thank God that's what she said. <laughs> oh, anyway, on this week's show, we have a bit of fun looking at the expert level lion taming from Saturday. Have oh, a look here. at the... this again. Too <laughs> soon. Too jokes. No. Wow. I didn't say... Anyway. I spent all day hunting for that one, did you? I write P, Cedric. Who's Cedric? The lion. The other one. Cecil. Cecil's brother. They don't all look right, like, you know. Oh, lion racism. I write P, Cecil. It's rampant. Cedric the lion entertainer. Was Cedric his brother that's actually still alive and is actually still a lion? He's actually still a lion. Like he was going to morph into something else. He's still alive, but now he's a leopard. Cedric, Cecil's brother, also a lion. Oh, that's really. Right. Yeah. They've moved him into the witness protection, the wildlife protection program. Sometimes he's now a like leopard. Yeah. Sometimes he feels like a Cedric's cheetah. probably no. dead by now. Let's face it. Yes. Which is why there should be no insensitive lion jokes. Wow. It's toothless. Another strong start. So we have a look at the Voyager's Cup final. <laughs> Review the weekend that was in MLS. Preview the upcoming tilt against the Cheesemakers and much more. But first, to our panel. So being a lifelong Spurs fan, he's already submitted multiple applications to be Jermaine Defoe's new personal assistant. It's Tony Walsh. I am a master of lotions. It's important. I think that was the first thing on the question list. My 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 lotion game game is is really going to get me at least a second interview, a series of ten interviews. It's important. Mm. I'm not willing to relocate to Sunderland. (laughs) It's okay. He won't be there very long. Good point. As our kit man, he would never have allowed the travesty that was Team Crest here to have happened. He's the VMP's Malcolm. It's Mark Hinckley. I'm not sure how to take the Malcolm thing, but uh, Jamal Warner. Oh, in that case, that's fine. Theo! Um, yeah, no, uh, uh, thank you. I, I would not have had uh, put your crest here. I probably, my screw up would have been the old uh, USL badge on the kit. I think that would have been. That would, oh, yeah, well, that we would have supported, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Theo. It's like an Austin Aztecs. Yeah, oh, 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 the really badge. old, old yeah, one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why does he still have that in the bag? Yeah. You never know. You never know. Built, not bought. <laughs> mm. He's going to parlay his skill at predicting where Seba's free kicks go into a side job at the X. It's Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> yes. I feel like I could do that. You did fairly well. It was guess very the, impressive. I'm going to guess the age of your free kick. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. It was, it was an impressive performance. He did actually start doing new ones, though, this week. It was That's exciting. true, just to throw you off. He actually passed one. Shh. He'll listen and then stop doing it. Mm. He did score, you know. As for me, I don't really like scary fried foods. I don't shop, but I do love the rides, which is why I must be sticking with the roller coaster that is TFC. That was a terrible intro. I don't care. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Sell it. Oh. Keeping it all in. Sell it. <laughs> butter sculpture that. This yeah. is going to be a short episode. <laughs> that was the butter sculpture of intros. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Melts in the sun. <laughs> Doesn't look the way it's supposed to. No, it never does. Shh. 
Spring break come to Toronto. All the fun and none of the consequences. Uh, but from a dull mm. first half in which it looked as though Orlando might at least keep things, you know, close. But then one red card and then eventually another. The floodgates open. You get a historic game at BMO and for TFC. Five goals, a clean sheet. Slump-busting brace for Josie. Orlando, the pellet cleanser. Mm-hmm. Uh, so positives. TFC beat up on a team that they should have. They took advantage of a weakened opponent. Right. Josie scored some goals. Colin once again made to look ordinary. Right. Uh, Seba scored that beautiful freaking free kick. Yeah. Yeah. All good things. Lots, lots, lots to like in this one. Negatives, and yes, there are always negatives. You two just keep it in. Just hold it in. Just resist. Both of you. Words to live by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, until the second half and until they went down a man. You know, they weren't really getting much going. It was a pretty dull first half. Orlando looked to sort of be playing a smart game, keeping the game slow. Kantari um, still giving off the aura of I'm a giant liability and a couple oh. other not so great things that I saw anyway, outside of all the wonderfulness. Disagree? Agree? Um, I would disagree with the characterization of the first half as a negative. Um, I quite no. like that, you know, we changed formation. You know, we mm-hmm. had two defensive midfielders because, you know, Kaka's their only real dangerous players. Yeah. I have a couple of people there. That's a good choice. Going with, like, three midfielders allows, you know, gets a bit of width to the midfield, which means the fullbacks don't have to be providing the width, which enables more defensive solidity. The defensive effort was lovely. So, yeah, after all the bitching and moaning we've done about you know, super naive Greg Vanny who doesn't change anything and is always just too attacking and the defence is hopeless, I was more than happy to see a uh, defensively solid first half. I would not consider that a negative. I refute your negative. <laughs> well, someone has to refute my negativity. Strong words, Tony. She's been refuted. <gasps> dun tank. <laughs> so cold. It is. The water. Yes. The put ice in it. The second half was certainly more fun, but the first half, yes. More of that, please? Yes. I suppose if you compare the two halves, the first half would be terrible. Well, no, not terrible. Just, I, 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 so to your point, and I I don't disagree, and I say nice things about Vanny later. I actually said nice things about Vanny at the game, didn't I? Well, almost got a spit take. that was good. Almost got a spit take, which would have meant we would have needed a new mic. amazing. I would have won a prize for that. I want the big one up there. Um... No, I, and I agree. I like the change in formation. And I You're like the big one up there. <laughs> <laughs> I've Hello. heard that before. <laughs> <sighs> for like five seconds, this was almost a normal show, and then I forgot where I was. Um, Choose your words carefully. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no point to that. It'll all get twisted. Um, the big one up there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I actually really liked the way he lined things up. I think it's more the fact that with that setup, it was interesting to see that Orlando was actually, you know, causing some problems and at least hanging mm-hmm. with them in a sense where you don't expect, I don't expect Orlando to do anything good. So the fact that they oh. were able to kind of play with them and, you know, cause some trouble 
Yeah. There, I mean, has to, there has to be a negative. We have to have not all good things to sure. talk about. I mean, you know, Orlando did have the old little, tiny little straws. chance here or there, but, you know, I think you know, Toronto generally controlled that half and yep. had more chances. And, yeah, I, I will not go with a, a negative for that game. Well, fine. Sometimes you don't need sunshine in your heart. Yes. As usual, this side of the table brings nothing but positivity. Mm. Sometimes you just have to put the dark clouds in your back pocket, let the sunshine in. Yeah, even the first half. Wow. Back to you, Kristen. This this has gone rails gone. Yes. Well, from the negative side, I don't know how to talk about a five nil victory for TFC. (laughs) What am I? sorcerer <laughs> we have no experience of this this is new i know this isn't easy for me either you know well allow me to shit on this game go on mac do it i couldn't or, make it there was yeah, a house warming so not possible that's the worst i could come up with <laughs> it was a fun game to be at it was I'm i sure enjoyed it, it immensely watching that first half it just seemed like it was all played literally anywhere that wasn't a penalty area i mean there was a couple shots but yeah, oh no, all for the most part, time. it was all... Sure. And and none, I didn't really feel either goalie had to work. I know Kanapka literally had nothing to do. He backtracked and leapt once to a ball that was going nowhere near the bar. Uh, you mean the first half or the entire game? First half. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. he, he actually he had, had to do like three He didn't minutes. have much to do, but what he had to do was at least good. All right, let's get past it. So, moment of the match. Uh, I will go with the uh, yeah. I will go with the that second goal. The uh, Javinko's free kick. It's like, hey, he's doing something different, and he scored a goal. It was very very nice. You know, you can't uh, can't deny that. I'll go with Altador's second goal because it was as if Greg Vanny all his achievements were unlocked that day. <laughs> mm. If, if he had a wish list, yeah. If he had a wish list of things he needed, he wanted to accomplish that day, getting Altador back on track would have been in Top that, of that, in that list. list. I would assume, yeah. yeah. And when doing Howard, it off the like, bench, he's like, "Look what I oh, did." That's what I liked. Mm-hmm. He's practically he, he's fucking student in the game. Hey. Yeah. All yeah. along, yeah. somebody graduated. That's <laughs> absolutely geniified. Um, uh, I'm gonna also go with uh, the. Uh, Javinko banking it off the post, um, uh, mostly because watching the replay, for some reason I had phantom crow eating that would typically be to the right of me, as Duncan would not have been able to go, <laughs> oh look, he didn't, smash it into the wall, it went in. <laughs> so I, I kind of like <laughs> quietly giggled to myself on, on the sure. couch. I outwardly giggled standing next to Duncan well, at the game. I would have naturally <laughs> expect that. I did like literally yes. do the whole, yeah, he's just going to hit it into the top yes. of the wall. Yeah, yeah whose face is eating it? I think Man. it's his. No, he bypassed them all, mm-hmm. well done. Sorry, Kristen. What would your what was your no, moment no. of the match? What was no, your I no? I don't need one. Man of the match. Moment of the match. Oh, was, was, for Kristen, it was the second goal. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, man of the match. Man of the match. I could, like Michael Bradley did some good things. He was involved in a lot of the goals. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Michael Bradley as well. <laughs> he was very industrious. Even before even before the floodgates opened, he was pulling a lot of strings. Mm-hmm. I I went with Moro uh, yeah. just for the amount of ass kick like he took an ass kicking before he scored and then he scored. Did so I I felt uh, I 
even in even in the South Couch report, I put that, and I yeah, was, I was gonna say I think you could have literally read what he said. So don't be saying, oh, yeah, he stole your notes. Yeah. You're, you're clearly stealing his from the South Couch I don't report. Think so. Yeah, a well-read publication. I'm, no, Absolutely, it's not. is far mm-hmm. I've read far and wide. I've seen it's one stats. of the uh, finest Chesterfield-based post-match reports. <laughs> it is. It's up there. Outside of Chesterfield. Yeah, which, to be fair, is a really difficult one to take down. Mm. Oh, and Justin Moore as well. Uh, go to the match. Why, Kristen? No, there's no reason. It's fine. I just like Justin okay. Morrow. Got a match, Robbie Findlay. But it's a happy go to the match. This isn't a uh, curse like Robbie Findlay. Zoo? Because it's all yes, it's all, all good and fun. But yeah, for the the fourth goal, he was put through, completely missed the ball, and by missing the ball, that somehow fooled Tally Hall and ended up leading to the penalty. For the fifth goal, you know, the cross comes into him. He tries to score, completely messes it up. It goes right to Waltedale's head. It was uh, a very Happy, lucky goat of the game for Robbie Findlay. Oh, you happy little goat. Yes. Happy goat lucky. Happy goat lucky? Happy goat lucky, yes. There you go. You you should talk more, Kristen. Don't be shy. Osorio? I don't remember him doing too much. Did some. I had a pretty good game. Listen, for, picking a goat. I know. I, like that. Oh, I'm, no, it's, it's, I'm, it's, it's like it's, being it's, negative about yeah. the game. I it's know. It's silly but. talk. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing really to base that yeah, on. Clean, Enough. Clean sheet. Faced one shot. Scored five. Really? Who the hell are you out? Maybe Kantari. Well, Kantari's mine. Yeah. I I went with and and the yeah. only measure I had that I went with was the number of times a player's name was said during the match. Yeah. Hmm. Williams is the goat of the match simply because they never said his name other than the starting lineup. We always say that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. It is, but I'm saying if, like, he was not in the match is what I'm saying. Everybody else was, he wasn't, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because I know Williams, big time listener of the show, not (laughs) hating, I just got to pick someone. Uh Uh And to be fair, Bendix's name got mentioned a lot more than him. Friend Uh, of the program, Josh Williams. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Also, uh, Josh, we're not trying to get you in trouble with the head office. This is actually a joke. Blood clot. Uh, I went with Kintari just because out of everyone, I feel he had the most annoying game. There was, you know, the yellow card that was dumb. There was one scoring opportunity for Orlando that uh, lay on his shoulders. So I'm not completely sold on him. Um, I think everyone else at the back, certainly it was... Although I still would still really like to see Josh Williams play at right back because I would just love to see a back four where everybody is playing in their natural position just for fun. But I think Morrow had a really good game on the left. And I think that Kantari is shining poorly by comparison to people having solid games at the back. So, Vanny Tactics. Um, it's hard to argue too much with this one when mm-hmm. you know he sits an underperforming, high-profile player, which none of us expected, and switches up the keeper that, while hasn't been terrible, has been the one playing in games where they're leaking goals. So some of it's you know his fault. Some he was so wearing tactics. Yes. So it's hard to argue too much with this one when he sits an underperforming, high-profile player again, surprising all of us. Uh, switches up the keeper, which was, you know, Bendik hasn't been horrible, but he is the one who's been in net when they've been leaking goals. He gets a pretty solid nod of approval from me for the whole lineup on this one. And other than really for me not subbing on Herc, which I still think I would have rather seen him go out there than Robbie Finley, because I would rather see anybody go out there pretty much than Robbie Finley. True. 
So other than that's my, I would have changed that as a as a lineup thing. And I already mentioned Josh Williams maybe playing at the right, put someone else in the middle when they have someone again. But plus other the, than that, plus for the fun factor, <laughs> oh, big Perfect. you know crowd, you know, yes. they're already up three four nil. Why not yeah. seven nine? And I also I think he needs minutes. Home like, debut. He hasn't played very much, so mm. yeah. So naturally, put Finley on. Yeah. Min- minotaurs, centaurs. You need minotaurs. Would you Apollo. have? What, would have you changed anything? Or um, no, not really. I mean, you know, I like as I mentioned before how he set things up in the first half, and then you know, the second half they were obviously down to ten men. Oh yeah, open it and up. There was obviously some kind of discussion at halftime. All right, let's go for it, and they did, and that worked very well. And I actually liked that he brought Finley on. I think you know Hercules Gomez, he'll be fine. He's, Cutting his mic. He, <laughs> I'm not cutting your mic. When I, if I say uh, I'm cutting your mic, yeah. I'm not actually cutting your mic. That's Locked on followed. <laughs> yeah, I mean Gomez. He's a. He seems to be a confident, mentally strong kind of guy. He'll be fine whenever he gets in. Robbie Finley, much like Josie Alter, I say, all right, this is a laugher. You guys go out there. You guys need goals. I mean, it works so very well. This is a well confidence builder. I think so. Yeah. Go out but there. do we care if Robbie Finley's confidence gets built up? Yes, that Why? would help. We don't want Your to optimism play. I mean, is gross. I, I ideally, you. ideally, we wouldn't ever need to be using Robbie Findlay again, but probably we will. So if we can get him out there, get him some goal all scoring, right, that would be a right. good thing. So I have no problem with the Vanny trying that. He can that. carry the equipment. You can use him as a doorstop. <laughs> yes. He can He can dial the number when, uh, when Michael Bradley is going to tell somebody they're benched. There are any number of reasons you could use Robbie Findlay, not in a football capacity. I'm and not saying he's a useless piece. But and he'll be confident doing it. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Did, you know, has anybody told him he, that there's a job available yeah. over in Sunderland? Unfortunately, he messed up the two big chances he had. So you know, who knows how exactly how good his confidence is going? But sure. it helped Altid also. It all works in the end. Oh, bless. All Vanny's dream have come true. All right. Mm, really. Um, I'd say the only issue going forward now is it took you know a few circumstances leading up to the match that it ended up being against Orlando where he did all these changes and you know that could be a dangerous precedent that he made all these changes and it worked so well in the eyes of people 5-0 destruction and now he has there will be almost a pressure to maybe repeat some of these moves against much better opposition and not quite so sure that yes, they I mean, will work quite as well. Look at, look at Seattle. They're mm. really, 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 really struggling. Oh, Orlando come to town. They win 4-0. Hooray! And then they lost again this week. You can't really judge too much things off beating Orlando, especially 10-man Orlando. Nine-man Nine Nine Orlando. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks very good. But, yeah, it's probably best not to be taking too many... Sort of long-term things. From I thought we were yeah. being really positive about this game, Duncan. We're, am, we're, we're not. Positive. We're just not being positive I about mean, the future. Yeah, yeah. That there's we're a caveat s- to all the positivity. I, yes. I'm, oh, I wasn't ca- informed of the caveat. I mean, delicious beluga. Yes, eggs. Orlando was a very low bar, but we jumped over it with panache. There was panache. There was panache. Mm. Where did you find panache? It was How much was it? Next was it behind next us? to the caveat and the ambrosia yes. custard? Yes. Duncan, you have to tell me these things. Russian caveats. You might. So um, yeah. but yes, but we very spectacularly, very nicely jumped over this low bar. You know, higher bars are going to be coming. Do we use the same tactics? Who knows? But no complaints for how Saturday went. All right. Yeah, uh, this is this was kind of low hanging fruit. There were too many 
perfect storm elements going on here between the sending off, the early sending off, um, bagging three goals, letting Javinko come off to his ovation, Altidore getting a pen, like his two goals were a penalty and a fluke. Like, mm. and, I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to completely crap on Altidore because two goals is still two goals and confidence is still confidence and whatever gets him to the next game, all power to him. But well, it was, it was, Orlando was soft to begin with, and mm. we knew that from two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever it was. It, I'm not. It, this result was amazing. It was fun to watch. It was probably one of the better second halves I've ever seen Toronto ever play, and it may be a while before they do something like that again. However, when do we play Orlando next? <laughs> next. Sorry. Yeah. No, they'll be I good know. by then. <laughs> no, they won't. I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not exactly super stoked. Oh, now we're going to kill everyone. I think Orlando is just completely beatable. Mm. As far as the tactics go, um, I kind of felt that it was unfortunate that Jackson had to go off, but Lovitz added added mm. something to the game. Um, I would have liked to seen uh, Hercules also, but Router wasn't doing play-by-play, so it would have been a complete waste <laughs> of a call. Seriously, if you get a chance... Seek that out. Seek him out going nuts for Hercules. It is priceless. You going, want that as a it, ringtone. It's uh, called going bananas. Um, <laughs> you, go, you go bananas for Hercules. Do you go bananas? Yeah. That's been proven. It oh. has been proven. Fair enough. All right. You go to New York and then you go, to, and then you go bananas. Do, do, if, you, if you're short of potassium, you will go bananas for that. So, um, yeah, that's that was, that was kind of my thing. I, I don't know if I think I probably would have started Jackson... But Lovitz proved to be a better, a better option just on how the game was being played, and I kind of oh. felt it was just unfortunate that ja- it wasn't that Jackson was bad. It's just Jackson did start. No, Jackson came off. He didn't start the second half. Yeah, he didn't start the second half. Oh, okay, well, he so was hurt. Say, yes, I did. I, I probably was thinking too fast and getting ahead of myself. Okay, sorry. I completely followed you. I didn't. Thank you. At sorry. Least maybe my psychosis has been backed up as not being real. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so otherwise, it looks like a masterstroke, and that's the sad part. <laughs> Not that kind. Hands above the table. <laughs> Not that kind of masterstroke. Sensei. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, playoffs. Beat Montreal by six. <laughs> Woo! It's a mess everywhere. <laughs> so there's only, what, 10 games left? Latest win, decisive win against, again, a minnow of the minnowist factor. Uh, be, a lot of people are going to say, okay, so now this obviously means that TFC are a lock for the playoffs. However, <laughs> it's MLS, this is TFC, and as far as I'm concerned, until it is literally there is no possible way for them to fuck this up, I will think that they're going to fuck this even if mathematically they're in the playoffs, I still won't fudge the math. No, when I say mathematically, I mean they cannot not make the playoffs. I still won't believe it until the final roster is like of who qualifies is is cemented. There's always naval disasters. There's always yeah. naval disasters, <laughs> acts of... Retroactive uh, yeah, like suspensions. Exactly. Like goals like oh, taken, away or been taken away. Every performance-enhancing drug you can think of. Well, mm-hmm. we're going to deduct okay. all these points and it all comes crashing down. Wampas. Like, to me, until well, yes. it is, until it's an official, official yes. Until they kick off that exactly. game. I think there's a chance they won't make it. <laughs> but I also think it's worth a conversation every week almost, or at least discussing or touching on, because... This 
this week in Are We Making the Playoffs? <laughs> exactly. And it may seem repetitive and Change the name of the podcast. Little... Brought to you by Calendars. <laughs> calendars. They got I don't know. dates. Is it on just it. me? Am I the only one who thinks like that? Or probably yeah, I think it's worth a conversation. I would say it's like the answer right now, uh, 100% yes. Yeah. Orlando are terrible. New York aren't entirely terrible, but they've got a very tough schedule. Um, yeah, we're, they're six points behind. They've only got eight games left, each of them. So, yeah. I think Montreal. my, yeah. I think my I distinguished see, colleague is being. I mean, we, we could little you know, potentially like, fall in like fifth or sixth. You know, it wouldn't surprise them. me at all, but I don't see any way at all unless we have some kind of. 2014-esque, hey, Greg Vanny's in charge now, we're going we're gonna to be hopeless. But even if we did that, he got eight points out of ten games last year. Even if we could get just eight points out of our last ten games, that'd be enough to qualify. 100%? 100%, yes. Yeah. Who, who wants to bet some money? Well, didn't we already bet 99, a beer? Oh, no, we bet a beer on points. 99.9% anyway. tops. Okay. How many points did he say? What, what was that beer bet we did? 48 points? Not until uh, they 46, kick off. I think. 46 and a half? 46.5. Yeah, yeah which so, I'm not sure. Yeah, so oh. if we get, if they end up with 46 points, we win. 47 beer? points, Dwayne wins. He's okay. getting inside baseball again. Yes. Jeez. Oh, There's a beer bet with another person in our community that nobody really knows. Mm. Ethnic community? Yeah, the football ethnic community, oh, exactly. The, the blogger, okay. podcaster. I was hoping it was the actual TV show community because I don't think oh. they're coming back. Mm. Mm. Tony? What's the question? Playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they're making it. Okay. Mark? Not until the kickoff. <laughs> All right. I don't believe it. And before we leave this game in the dust, uh, Justin Morrow. Poor Justin Morrow. Uh, God, he had a great game, but he funny. was like getting beat up on nonstop. I, I don't understand why. So my question to you is, what did he do to Orlando before the game to deserve all of the abuse that he was getting. He schooled everybody, and I mean everybody in Orlando, at that rollerball game. You know, the one with the horses and you got a rollerball. I love that game. Surprise! I love that game, too. That's my favorite one on the midway. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not only did he keep keep referring to his giant stuffed minion as uh, taller than Adrian Heath, but Kaka blew two grand on getting everybody to try to beat him. And that's why they were pissed. Mm. He got sucked into carnies. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what carnies do. It's true. Yes. I think actually, I think he was in on it. <laughs> he's a he's a whatever the game is. Shot. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, he, he was he was part of the sh- shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I had that uh, he before the game he loudly proclaimed that uh, tomorrow tomorrow from the film Annie was better than any Disney song ever. And Kaka was like, oh, what? No way, man. It's like Chim Chim Cheree all day. And everyone, it just went from there. That sounds like Kaka. I thought he would have been yeah. in the <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. That's a, a top-notch Kaka impression. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I was just yeah. like, it's here. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, Brazilians. <laughs> it was actually, it was Disney-related, but it was a series of tweets that were Pluto-slash-Uranus-related. <gasps> they, they, they can't. Oh, no, no, you're not. You don't that. go after Pluto. No, Dirty. really. That's, that's just, that's the line. Man. It's not even yeah. a planet. Uh-huh. Mine was more CNE related. Uh, earlier on in the day, actually the night before, he took a number of the players from Orlando to the food building and said, no, man, you've got to try the bacon wrapped cheeseburger, followed by the fake poutine, followed by 
the burger with the patties. Like he just had them. He was just egging them on, you know, for money. I know, guys, guys, guys. Seriously, you'll be fine tomorrow. You'll you'll sleep it off. Yeah, they weren't fine. Mm. So this was then this he, was a little. You gave them all six dollars to eat a little exactly. tub, tub of blue, blue cheese, cheese dressing to wash to it down. It yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, it was eleven dollars. So. Six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap date. Not even cab fare. <laughs> You were gonna do it for six. You, you were get gonna it. do it for Other six. people jumped well, in. Why do it for six when you can get thirteen? <laughs> thirteen. I thought it was eleven. We gave you thirteen dollars. Mm, you did. Cherry yeah. Bear cleaning up. Wow. That's how Cherry Bear rolls. Cherry Bear doesn't pour the white cream down the throat without thirteen bucks. Hashtag Cherry Bear. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> So while we were all at the X, uh, other teams in MLS did decide to play a few games. This weekend, sort of LA Galaxy being crowned already the winner by many after this weekend's ride of NYFC, but let's hold off on that until it's actually time for the final. Tons of other things happen in MLS, and here to tell us all about it is Duncan with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Thank you, Kristen. I got your green beans right here. Hey. Uh, yeah, uh, MLS wins and losses. Uh, there were some entertaining, star-studded and or important games in MLS this week. But uh, Studded. We'll start with probably the most important uh, of them, Chicago versus Colorado. Uh, two teams at the bottom of their conferences with absolutely nothing to play for. And with Chicago's big DP signing this year, Sean Maloney having scuttled off back to England with Hull City. Well, uh, back to the yes. Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Wind Rock- City. <laughs> sure. Uh, the Rapids scored in the first minute and hung on for a 1-0 win. Uh, the highlight of which is probably Gilberto coming on as a sub in an injury time, showing a fantastic bit of skill to create a chance for himself, beat the goalie, but then see his shot come back off the post. Bloody Chicago Wolves. Classic old deal. Uh, the Rapids still five points back in the West, even uh, despite the win. And the Fire are now four points back in the East, but uh, Frank Yallop's holding on to that feeling. Oh, we've only won six games all year, eh? So we gotta win at least seven now. Can we do it? Yeah. Is it likely? Well, it's gonna be tough, eh? But we can't stop believing until it's over. Bless him. Um, why this game is important, uh, it's all what happened off the pitch, really, with the Section 8 supporters group and other similarly disaffected fans organising uh, a big protest of the club's continued indifference slide into irrelevance under Andrew Hauptmann and uh, on-field fecklessness under Frank Yallop. Uh, there was the 90-minute tailgate, with uh, fans basically hanging around the stadium without actually entering it. Uh, for those that did actually go in, towards the end, Section 8 were deliberately silent and organised the unfurling of black banners and black streamers were thrown. Uh, one memorable sign said, Hauptmann farts in elevators. Which is a good, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a good, a good way to get your points across. <laughs> Um, the fire front office fought back by releasing a suspiciously large amount of general admission or standing room only tickets at ridiculously low prices and plenty of those people went and filled in the empty section 8 seats thus nicely minimising the visual effect for those who may have been unaware of the protests um, yeah, should be interesting times ahead in Chicago, at least off the pitch so times like this you really hope for fan ownership yeah, 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 yeah. indeed 
Indeed. I thought you were going to say they released a stern uh, press release saying, he does not fart in elevators, by the way. <laughs> I feel like Once in a revolving door. I feel like but I saw it. some tweets about that, so people took yes. that very seriously. Mm-hmm. He had some stomach troubles on an escalator. <laughs> that wasn't his but fault. But he assured that he did not fart. <laughs> I did not fall in that elevator. <laughs> the escalator needed oil, okay? It wasn't him. It wasn't me. Uh, squeaky shoes. Mm-hmm. I farted in elevators, and oh. you, sir, are not an elevator farter. Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully the supporters' actions do get results of some kind. I don't know what, really. Um, anyway, on to the other end of the standings. The big glamour game was on Sunday in L.A. as New York City came to town, though still without Frank Lampard. And uh, <laughs> Keen, Dos Santos, Jardes, Legette and co. just demolished them. Uh, 5-1 scoreline, flattering city, really. The Galaxy now lead the supporters' shield standings and are the first team to reach 1,000 all-time MLS goals, Ooh. which is apparently a thing. Who knew? Wow. Yes. I'm actually mostly surprised somebody was keeping track. Mm. Uh, David Villa scored for City, but uh, he's somewhat losing faith, really. I need teammates beside me who can help. I can't do it alone. I... Wow. I mean, I know we complained about the translator they had last time, but that's just offensive. Seriously, why is Come on, guy. in here? I, like yeah. Wow. Wow. Emma, clean up your Come act. on, New York. Honestly, come on, guys. Come on, dog garbage. <sighs> Hire some good translators. Yes. All that money for... Get, get some on allocation. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mr. I'm sure speaks some English now. <laughs> uh, I, I would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> back as a translator. Guess uh, who's back? Back mm-hmm. again. Uh, behind the galaxy, it's Vancouver, who beat Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas 1-0. Burn. Damn. Uh, Dallas now lost three straight and have uh, slipped down to fifth in the West. Um, now a bit of a gap opening up at the top. Does Vancouver have a five-point cushion over the Sparks, uh, who lost twice this week? 5-0 at home to San Jose in midweek. Oh, it was kind of brilliant. Uh, and uh, then 3-2 in Columbus on Saturday. Jack McInerney getting their first goal for the crew with what ended up being the winner. Uh, fourth in the West is Portland. Came from two downs to tie 2-2 with Houston. Lucas Milano getting his first as a timber. Caleb Pod has apparently got himself a thesaurus. Here's his thoughts on the second half. We'll grow from the second half. We'll grow from having to claw and fight and dig. I thought we were outstanding. We were hungry, damn it. We were aggressive. We were ruthless. That'll make us a better team. <laughs> You're going to say everything three times. Hooray. Gotta love a synonym. Yes, apparently you do. Especially on custard. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nice synonym on uh-huh. custard. Yes. Okay, with some toast. Uh, after. I ex- really wish I'd set the source. Yeah. Just see where you'd gone with that. Synonym toast crunch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Excellent. Um, after Dallas in fifth, there's now some genuine drama to that sixth place finish as uh, apparently crushing Orlando at home isn't enough to completely turn things around for a wobbling team. Uh, Sounders did that last week. This week, normal service resumed with their ninth defeat in 11 games. This time, 2-0 away to Real Salt Lake, uh, getting only one shot on target all game. Uh, Sig Schmidt feels they need a bit more desperation. Oh, the guys have to realize we are fighting for our lives. That's a realization that has to set in. A gambler told me long ago, Never bet against a desperate team. I think they were more desperate than we were today. 
we have to get that point of desperation as well. Then you'll see us stand up. Wow. He, he gets worse. Like every time, Ziggy. Should. Like, could you just, just once? Just once. You guys should totally hear what I heard. <laughs> so good. <laughs> if you thought what seeing him do was good, you should have heard it. Oh. Yeah. You know, that man is need, rude. You don't even need video for that. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, so that defeat leaves uh, RSL and Houston only three points back of the Sounders. It uh, also means that they're tied on points with San Jose, uh, who were the big winners of the week. Uh, their star playmaker, Matias Perez-Garcia, is out injured, which has seen Dominic Kinnear switch to simple and direct get-it-down-the-wings-and-knock-across-in style that's proving very effective right now. Uh, they followed the 5-0 win in Kansas by going to D.C. and beating uh, United 2-0. Remarkable stuff, really. Um, they now have seven of their last nine games at home after that, so it should be very much in contention to make the playoffs. Uh, DC honoured their efforts with a post-game fireworks show, which is very gracious of them. I think uh, you must agree. Yes. Uh, good week individually, too, for Chris Wondolowski, who became the first player to hit 100 goals for the Earthquakes and also passed Dwayne de Rosario on the all-time goals list and became the first player to get double-digit goals in six straight seasons in MLS history. Wow. Well done. Yes. Well done to Wando. Go well Wando. done, Wando, indeed. Wando, uh, Wando, Wando. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, go ahead. Steal that sound. I can't believe you <laughs> thought of that. They were working on Wando Woman. <laughs> this is just not working. He's not a woman. Wand, <laughs> Wanda Woman. Uh, going Me? back to DC, uh, Coach Ben Olsen was a little testy in his post-game uh, conference. Uh, reunited's habit of conceding early goals, he said, I'll address the starts. Obviously, it's something we have to continue to work on. That's it. And then when asked about uh, United not getting many shots on goal, he said, We should put them on goal. We should shoot them on goal. That would help a lot. Mm, that, that's, that's very, it's a Bruce Arena-esque. Yeah, yeah. Really. Very, very aware from the to best. the point. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You as an impartial journalist should not refer to a opposition manager as a little testy, though. <laughs> it's a good point. That is a very good point. Very, I, uh, I ap- apologize to Ben Olsen, uh, DC United. And his testicles. Don't forget the testicles. <laughs> it's not his fault. He resembles a small testicle. I apologize. Okay, moving over to the East, DC. They're still top of the conference as the Red Bulls just added another to their already large number of games in hand with another bye week. Uh, Columbus's win took them into third ahead of the, re- the resting season. T-terrorists. And with Orlando and New York City both losing badly, there's a clear gap from fifth down to sixth and beyond. That's probably because Montreal also lost and now uh-huh. have just one point from their last three games as the East just refuses to allow TFC to drop out of the playoffs. <laughs> um, anyway, that is, of course, small potatoes compared to the big story from Montreal this week. Ben as uh, Didier Drogba quite scandalously declined to speak to the media what? before or after his first start. Whoa. Whoa. Surely that Whoa. is not allowed. I know. Whoa. That is disrespectful. Is anybody questioning this? <laughs> it's unacceptable nonsense and BS Absolutely from the Ivorian. Clearly doesn't know his proper place and role in the MLS scheme of things. 
Right. Sportsnet had to fill out their Drogba heavy, and for the record, he was a 59th minute sub and didn't really do much at all. Uh, match report with cliches from Evan Bush instead. <sighs> Evan Bush! The you know, humanity. Who wants to read that? Come on, Didier. <sighs> Is there yeah, a blog the I can read the, this more about? Mm. This if only. Mm. Yeah, but, mm. Did anyone Nobody tweet feel, about it? Nobody's expanding upon this. Oh, well. Move on. Uh. Scandalous. At least they had all those quotes from Evanescence. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Bring so, me back to life. <laughs> Save me. Go on. Uh, as for Philly, they get the win, getting inching closer to the playoffs, and their, their weekend only got better. They actually managed to trade Rice and Bowley to uh, Antalyaspor in Turkey. The, the San Francisco treat? Yeah. That's the guy. He's now, yeah. he's now the Turkish yeah. treat. Delicious. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a Turkish delight. Yeah, he's, oh. <laughs> nice. He's a confection. So good And sweet going. <laughs> oh, agreed. Awful. Thank you. Thank you, distinguished colleague. Yes. Turkish delight. Yes. Not Turkish nor a delight. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> oh, no, I'm with them uh, on this one. Yes. Finally, Outlander United FC announced, well, the Falcons did really, but, you know. Uh, right. Their new stadium would be called Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> yes. All together now. Hey, hey you, 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 get into my car. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh. What an attraction for DPs. Yes. Yes. Wow. All that money right oh, there, right? Indeed. Oh, yes. It's um, weird because they're not even near the Billy Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> or the Caribbean. Uh, 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 uh. The Benz. <laughs> uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Strong ending, Duncan. Thank you, Kristen. Bill Cosby's birthday. No. It's the Voyager's Cup final. Close. I know. So close. So while we have that really fun placeholder ticket in our season ticket package that I keep looking at, like, Hmm. why is this just here? (laughs) What's this gray thing? Exactly. Making (laughs) fun of us. There is still a final to be played, just not with TFC. So the final leg is Wednesday night at BC Place as the Whitecaps, of course, try to find new ways to lose the Voyager's Cup. Vancouver, of course, have a slight edge with two away goals, but then have put themselves immediately back in danger of losing by allowing the impact to come back and tie things up during the first leg, which was hilarious and fun. Mm. Good times. It was good times. Dynamite. So, so a couple questions for the, uh, for the, for the panel. Clopas, obviously, a little Take bit. Take it easy. But will he is the question. <laughs> See, with an important league game against Toronto Dallas. coming up. What kind of lineup does he put out? Uh, I think he'll go for it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about an important league game coming up. Sure, but at the same time, you know, they've got four games in hand on Orlando and New York. They can afford to kind of coast a bit in the league. So, yeah, they'll go for that. I think they really like the CCL as well. Mm-hmm. They obviously, you know, That's that true. was a big thing at the start of their season. I'm sure Joey Saputo would love to get back there. And, you know, as long as they, you know, they'll be fine to make the playoffs, as long as they get to six, they're a dangerous cup team, so... They'll be fine. So, uh, yeah, I would say Clopas will not take it easy. Buck Fletcher stole most of my answers. Hooray! But I do agree that I think as an organization, Impact take CCL as a serious competition that they like being part of. They've seen the effects of getting all the way, almost. Nice to... Yeah, it would be lovely if TFC took took maybe 50% of the importance of that, like they used to. Come back, Aaron Winter. Yeah. Yeah, For that one reason. I'm pretty much with... (laughs) Uh, with with uh, your distinguished with, colleagues, I was going to go with esteemed. Oh, oh. esteemed. Yeah, uh, with my esteemed. With the ego build on that side mm. of the table, esteemed and distinguished. Oh, colleagues. esteemed. Oh dear lord. Mm. Not just steamed. <laughs> no, no, or poached. No, not poached. Um, I, I, I tend to. I tend to. Think Lion that jokes. Mm. Poached. Those yep. two cannot stop. <laughs> no. I just don't appreciate good comedy. I don't know. The east side of the table. They're is... so, like, delicate. I know. Why are they lionizing this? I don't get it. So, anyway, as I was as I was trying to hunt down my answer, <laughs> um, I, I, think, uh, I think it's in Montreal's best interest to go for this game. Uh, mainly because... I think I think Montreal and I think Saputo really enjoys the idea of having 55,000 people uh, attend a match to watch them beat up on Saprissa. And I don't know if anybody else would take that nearly as seriously or as, like, they would get into the importance of it. Not us. No, I don't, th- I don't think Vancouver would either. It would, they would have the same, you know, 14,000 that would show up on a Wednesday night as mm. anybody else would. Um, also, to Argos give it- now? Hmm? Sorry, that was an Argos comment, but no. Oh, no, it wasn't an Argos comment. They got their own problems. Uh, but anyway... Uh, but a pitch ain't one. No, it ain't. Um, <laughs> Jay Z. Yeah, no, I got that. Um, I'll figure out where to stop that. All right. Good. <laughs> um, I, I do agree with all of you in terms of that. All of what you're Great. saying, but also because um, Montreal historically, this has sort of been until TFC came along. Flairsers Cup was yeah. very much theirs, and they have they have some. You know some history with it for them as a mm-hmm. before they came into MLS and everything. I think there's a, a good vibe around it for their supporters and for the team. And yeah, absolutely, money, 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 and looking at the CCL results, getting people out. That was great for them. So, um, also too, I kind of uh, I kind of feel that they may have a shall we say a less than positive outlook on their postseason exploits for this uh, for this. Fall. Oh, it's MLS. Who knows? Yeah, I know. I drug with fever, man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They just got to get in in like fifth or sixth. They get whatever. all the disgruntled players happy again. That be being fine. said, they're a lot closer to making this postseason by by sacking uh, uh, Vancouver uh, on Wednesday rather than mm-hmm. having to deal with yeah. the other eight nine games ahead of them. So uh, you know, it's 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 an easier it, it's an easier shall we say 
um, task to achieve rather than try to get to the playoffs. And since it's right there, go for mm. the throat. Yeah, the the one game against Vancouver will settle something. Mm-hmm. Lose against TFC, they've got another 11. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so being in Vancouver, so Carl Robinson. I, the Vancouver Whitecaps, as you mentioned, are in a pretty good position in their table. Their next game, their next league game is against Houston, who are languishing near the bottom of the Western Conference. So really, I sort of feel like this is going to be two very strong sides we put out. I think Robinson will put out a much a fairly strong side because they can afford to sort of be like, ah, it's just a game against Houston on the weekend. Really, do we have to worry about it too much? Whereas they've never won the Voyager's Cup. <laughs> Uh, you know, Carl Robinson is the only one who's won as a member of TFC. So I think that that will... Isn't he the only player that'll be in this game? Mm. Yeah, Labo didn't... Uh, he arrived after we, we stopped. After we, yeah. after we stopped. After we stopped caring, yeah. Um, like, I don't yeah, think there's yeah. anyone else. I think he's the yeah. only one involved mm-hmm. who will have hoisted mm. the V-Cup. Mm. So do you guys think the same thing, that he'll put out a pretty strong lineup or his pretty best team? Strong. I think he might be a little more balanced. He might try to hold back a little bit. He's tasted that sweet teat milk of MLS cups. And I think he might be a bit weary, you know. He's looking, he Well, no, I mean the, ah, the future. The promise of it. The promise of mm. teat milk. I love promised teeth milk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the stuff right there. This. He's reaching. He's mm-hmm. got one hand on the teat, but he hasn't yet done that he slow hasn't pull. Managed to pull it down. Exactly. To, yeah. okay. And he's Welsh, so he knows these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know a good teat. He does. <laughs> he does. Um, so maybe a little more balance, but yeah, it'd probably be fairly manos y manos. Yeah, I would say he's probably would be putting out a weaker team than Montreal. I think the the upcoming league game would mean more to Vancouver. I think the Western Conference is a very competitive league, and I think they would you know, love to stay in that top two positions and not have to deal with the wild card round, which is yeah, five points, lost. six points ahead of their next. They are, you know, but yeah. But um, yeah, I think you'll say the West is very competitive. I think yeah, yeah you know, ooh, they're in second and five points clear versus. Montreal's in sixth, and who? But no, I, I think you know the upcoming league games are more important for Vancouver than Houston. Okay. I think uh, the, the playoffs and getting a you know, especially avoiding the wild card round, would be very important for Vancouver. Oh, I, I long for a more teat. so than the V Cup. I want I want that teat milk. Mm. If it's if it's scoreless or one all with seventy five minutes to go, he's gonna he's gonna park the bus and go for it because it's theirs at that point. Um, as far as the lineup, I'm, did you just say he's going to pack the bus and go for it? He did. No, but, I, I, no, parking the bus by going for it by uh, parking gotcha. the bus. Okay, yep. Because right now they've got going the two for, away goals, sure. and if it's a one-all scoreline, they've still got it. So mm-hmm. right. they will go for it by parking the bus. Gotcha. And you well, know, if all so. they got to do is effectively shut down for fifteen minutes, they could probably get away with it. I think, though, uh, uh, both of you are with your slightly lesser. Like, it's not their perfect starting 11, but I think you'll see, I would say, at least eight of those starting regular 11 out there, if not nine. I can't see them all. Like, I could, you could probably find a good reason to, uh, you know, let Maddox sit, take a seat or let Keeper take a seat or, 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 you know, any any combination. It's up to Only halfway down the coal mine. Only, yes, yes, yes. The, the, the track is still being built. 
but uh, the cart is in full motion. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that's. I think that's a pretty solid outlook for them. All right. So regardless of all of that, really the, the big question is, is what hilarious way will Vancouver find to lose again this year? I hope it's Welsh Batman. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, go with the, you know, injury time equalizer that makes it 2-2, which takes it into extra time that matches up the way goals perfectly. Then it goes to penalties and then they lose. And just for extra Toronto-related hilarity, Kyle Becker hits the winning penalty. It's, it's never gone to penalties. The, I mean, there's some semi, semi-finals have, but the actual final itself has never gone to penalties yet. I would like that to happen and for Vancouver to lose. I'd say with minutes left on the clock of a Vancouver victory, a large piece of the tarp from the upper deck of BC Place comes gently wafting down <laughs> on the pitch, covering all players except for Didier Drogba, who scores his first eight goals for Montreal Impact. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's actually not playing. He's ah, you he's, spoil sport. He's he's got a hurt toe apparently. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But he, he'll be fine for Saturday's game, but oh yeah, he can't play this one. I, I think he maybe just found out that Vancouver plays on turf. That's part of the surprise. I think he found mm. out that Molinaro is there and he doesn't want to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, Nobody wants to. Uh-huh. Maybe he's got a blog. But then he's going to have to face him this Saturday. It's I mean, true. Yeah. It's true. In the go on, John. Room, yeah. Go on, get John. Him. You can get him. Get you him, can John. get him, John. Yeah. Do Break it. that story. We're, we're all behind you. All of us are desperate for for all of the new information you can get out of Didier Drogba that no one else has ever heard in his career or anything like that. Because he's never talked to the media about anything ever. Yes. Go on, John. Go on, John. So, how Vancouver is going to crap out, it goes a little something like this. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's not a rap song. It goes a little something (laughs) like this. I was going to say, should I do mine first if you're going to, like, throw down? Because I could do mine first. Oh, go right ahead then. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, it's no, not... no, no. I'm saying is yours like... It's not super long. Well, this is a fucking anticlimax. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, oh I guess this is going to be an anticlimax. I know. It's, it's, no, it's already <laughs> anticlimax. I could start... Mark, we've set you up. Hit it out of the park. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> go on, Mark. It goes like this. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good. So Montreal is down two men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's three all. Ooh. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. going into injury time, and there's seven minutes. Seven oh. minutes of extra time. Seven oh. minutes. Right. Seven minutes. And who happens to be standing right on the touchline, in between both sets of coaches, right next to the fourth official, but Vince McMahon. After two minutes, he yells at the ref, blow the damn whistle. Blows the whistle. That's it. It's over. Vancouver's <laughs> screwed. They can't. They lose. On his way out, Carl Robinson looks at him, spits on him, walks back. And they get their own Montreal screw job. Hey, Vancouver screwed Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's how you go out. That actually wasn't underclimatic. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. Kristen, how, how, how do you think they're going to go? This better be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I could ever follow a Vince McMahon story, but uh, TFC super deep undercover agent Kyle Becker will be a surprise addition to the 18. Come on late in the second half to score his first ever hat trick. At the end of the season, he will get traded back to TFC. And then alongside Jovinko will lead TFC to the playoffs, in which once again, they will out Vancouver in the playoffs, thereby make crushing them two years in a row. I almost nice. started going. 
You could have. That would have been No, but you can't do it quiet. I was going to totally drown you. So I, I'm glad I stopped. But it was this close. <laughs> I saw you kind of start laughing and stifling. That's what I was, I, know, I, yeah. was like, I was like, what's yeah. happening? I saw that just right when Kristen was saying, like, Becca's going to come on. So I, I know, I thought you were just like... Come on, the 18. Yeah, there was some kind of like coming jokes. Like, Kyle Bukaki. We're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. That's what they call him. Becker's here, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. All right. Okay. Bukaki bot. <laughs> so does anyone have predictions for actual predictions for the Voyager's Cup? Like, who do you think is going to win? Two two. It'll go to penalties. Cal score. Cal Becker will score the winner. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Mm. Five nil Montreal. No, I, no, no idea. Scoreless. <laughs> it's going to be scoreless. Scoreless. So Vancouver wins, huh? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's all the build-up. Nothing's gonna happen. It's, it's time. Yeah, it's finally time. Three-one Montreal. Mm. Winning goals scored in added time. Mm. All three. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> the question is, who's who's gonna be presenting the trophy this time? Presumably, they won't go back to Lord Bob again. Uh, you know, who? Uh, what, the what Hudson the, Street Hooligans. <laughs> Both of them. That's an excellent question. Yeah, well, what are the sort of Vancouver... Uh, Can we get Squiz to do it? Maybe. Does, did Squiz ever do it when it was in Toronto? No, I, Jamie did it. Yeah, I, know, I feel like Rudy did it once as well. I don't think Squiz ever did it. Yeah, I don't get, think Squiz get, ever get did it. Squiz, Squiz is there. Yeah. A, a sort of neutral Exactly, neutral, presenter. but yeah, not really. But technically, I guess he is. As the Terry Dunfield. Bring back Tater Tordison. He's <laughs> <laughs> got white navy tassels on one leg. On the trophy. Yeah. No, but instead, of, on the instead of the rosettes and the ribbons on the trophy, it's on his it's tassels. Oh, nice. on his oh, that's, that's good. I like that. It's almost like he's the trophy. <laughs> you win if you get if you get yes. Terry Dunfield. But then you got to drink champagne out of him. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, European football. Football. European football. Football. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blakes! Didier Drug Boys! <laughs> What's the where's the he's, he's not gonna he's talk? Not gonna talk. Oh. <laughs> he's not gonna talk. Didn't he call? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't cough or he's a cougher or just anybody. He doesn't boom boom for nothing. No. no. Okay. No. No. Duly noted. Yeah. Stick that in your blog and smoke it. Okay, <laughs> Duncan. Your job this weekend is to find out why he doesn't do boom boom. You're a journalist, apparently. Sure. It's an Avarian thing. Mm. Bad, me- bad memories. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week's blank was sort of a special blank. It was a VMP-themed blank. Mm-hmm. I know. After 100 episodes, the VMP should really blank. And before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? To be fair, we blank many, many times during. That's during true. The we 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 do blank a lot. Mm. Go out on top. <laughs> mm. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, after 100 episodes, the VMP should really be on the CBC by an hour. Maybe even Sky Sports. Ooh. It's true. Think of all the abusing we could do. <laughs> Think of the money. We've let ourselves down. Yeah. Uh, I have the uh, VMP should really offer apologies to everyone they've unfairly maligned and or offended. Uh, I, for example, would like to apologize to the Queen and all of Chicago's pizzerias. Uh, but not to the Greeks, though. They can stick their apology up their ass. Because that's what they like to do. Boom! Suck it, Grease. Duncan, <laughs> the lion's back here. <laughs> lion? Did you say lion? Oh, <laughs> suck it as well. <laughs> ATM? Ask they, they need that cash. <laughs> After 100 episodes, the VMP should really just admit that we're an MLSE fabrication to keep the passion stoked and provide color and something for the local journals to argue with every day. Another option, one that you can hopefully all have Option with. B? Wait, is yes. this a would you rather? Oh, it's a callback. No, no, no. I'm not on a follow-up from ass to mouth. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, uh, completely unrelated mm. uh, the uh, vocal minority podcast should introduce a mascot to helping in a younger audience uh, i don't know what you guys might think it should be but i'm going with a big foam version of mitsu in the bye bye mon cowboy video that's pretty that's so for the kids that's done really, yeah. Yeah. done <laughs> done you should make it a robin a robin no <laughs> yes no yes Washable oh. foam. How about Mitsu in the Dimoa video? Fine. Yes. Dual mascots. Yes. yes. Hands Just, above the table, you two. Yeah. <laughs> it's a master stroke. Any uh, sort of VMP mascot uh, ideas, Kristen? No. Okay. Ass mouthy. Yeah. So this week's winner is. I, I think I think I, this name is familiar. I think they won before at Kid Rock Fan sixty nine. Oh, I love that guy. A while, like right? ages yeah, ago, right? right? Um, after hundred episodes, the VMP should really refuse to talk to the media. Oh, that is mm-hmm. the best answer. I love this. I answer, don't know. So, so. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, our wins and losses segment is through the roof. Well, with mm-hmm. people who like impersonations. I hope Kid Rock Fan sixty nine is listening to this show. One can hope. I don't know if they still listen or not, but we can. We we could hope. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh-huh. All right, so this week's blank is Jermaine Defoe is looking for a new personal assistant. He should be looking for a new blank. There you go. Club. <laughs> All right, you're not allowed to say that. That one's too easy. Be more creative, people. MLS Club. <laughs> Team. <laughs> Franchise. <laughs> Sorry. House in Bournemouth for his mother. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> As always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters, to either any of our individual Twitter accounts, or to us at VocalMinorityCA. Play as often as you like. However, do get us those answers by 5 p.m. on Monday. Thanks. So we are coming to the end of the show, but of course we have a game this weekend. Shut up. I know. Skee-ball. Nice. Who told you? That was supposed to be a secret. Damn it. It's a skee-ball derby, though. Oh, okay. Well, as long as that's clear. 
more ultras on the two lanes mm. beside you. Mm. Oh, they're gonna flares again. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be. It's so hard smoke. to get that center anyway. God damn it. So we are, of course, playing our uh, fiercest rivals. Yeah, whatever. Rivals from Quebec, the Montreal Impact. This is always an emotional match as the Battle of Upper and Lower Canada rages on in football form mm. and in pog form. Delicious. It's true. Montreal, of course, losing at home on the weekend and Klopas continuing to be under the gun. And Didier Drogba so far having very little impact or anything to say. Yeah. Yeah. Impact. 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 I, got impact. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. That's awesome. What's their name? Yeah. That's what I thought I heard it before. That's good. Um, TFC, of course, do need another positive result to keep themselves near the top of the mushy middle in the race for six and gain momentum for the remaining games in the season. And to keep everyone's spirits high, let's have the... Let's have the South Stand rockin' or something. I'm sure someone in the marketing department is thinking that. However, this is always a fun game, right? It's Montreal. Usually there's pretty good traveling support. This time it is on a weekend because the last time they were here was a weekday. Mm-hmm. So that supporter stand, which will be actually lit because this is an afternoon game. I'm a little sad about that. I kind of wanted them to be up in the, well, the, the, the darkened all, there's, moors. There's all the bright lights of the X all around them. Oh, right? that's true. That would have yeah. taken away from Yeah, me. but that, that wolf patch is still... They're lurking. Yeah, they are. They're just waiting. It's mm-hmm. dark, um, scary. It, but it should be. It should be a good game, um, regardless of how Montreal has been performing this year. And depending on what they're coming off of from Wednesday night in the Voyagers Cup, they could be coming into town. Should be coming into town. All you know, excited and positive and cup hoisting and ah, look mm-hmm. what we have and you don't. Yeah, Terry Dunfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's going to be. You know, there's always lots of drama around this game. Vanny tactics, though. So we all have agreed that we really liked what he did against Orlando in terms of the lineup he put out and how he lined it up pretty much. However, after Josie Altidore scored two goals, there has been calls from pretty much everywhere. Oh, he's earned his spot back in the starting 11. Put him back out there. Put him back out there. I, shocking no one, disagree with this. I think that he should remain. I am a hater. I think he should remain in an impact mm. sub, um, and that an, he, an impact sub. What we're going to trade him? Oh, <laughs> for Kyle Becker. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> no, I I think this game to me showed that if you keep him on the bench, he's more focused. He'll come out. He'll want to do well. He'll immediately start doing good things. So leave him on the bench to start. And I want you to give me your reasons for why you would leave Josie on the bench. Uh, I think you know as soon as we go back to a four four two, you uh, you you put him out there. But reason to leave him on there right now would be to stick with the four two three one as we saw on Friday, which I think would make a certain amount of sense. I mean, you look at Montreal, their attacking threat threats. Uh, there's uh, Dominic Aduro. Uh, he's fast, so let's not have the fullbacks have the responsibility of going forward and creating the width, and then that potentially leaves allows him to cause all sorts of problems on the break. So play the four-two-three-one, keep the defense a bit more solid. Uh, their other attacking threat, uh, what's his name, Ignacio Piatti, uh, who he's, he's not like a full-on he's striker. He's definitely a bit more sort of uh, withdrawn, sort of number ten-ish. So have a couple of. Uh, defensive midfielders out there as well to keep track on him uh, I think that whole basic formation would work well to nullify Montreal so stick with that I think the biggest reason not to start him would be just to watch the front office lose their minds 
that a DP is not starting two games in a row. He scored two goals. But I actually do kind of feel that you, they should play him. Yeah. I, I think psychologically you need to kind of foster a guy who came in and broke his but, bad streak and but can't you psychologically rewarded. foster in that way look how effective you were no, when we played you this way re- i don't i don't not, really i don't really agree not, not when you're in the top five paid players in the league yeah i i, I think 10 rewarding him for coming up even if his goals were not necessarily created fully by him or his industriousness or anything um I do think if they're if you're gonna go forward in using him as an effective piece for the rest of the season and into the playoffs, it might be important to psychologically put him back in there and see if he can continue. A reason for not is I think if you start him, he won't score. But well, but that's, but, that's but what I'm I, saying this makes yeah. to me this makes him more focused. I don't I don't know how I don't know where he spends he, a lot. Why because, Why would you think that? Well, just because he, he's sitting there watching the game stewing. No. Because if you watch him when he starts, especially recently, he is not always that engaged in the games. He's a couple times that that game last uh, the other weekend when he watched that ball go right by him. I just to me this is was he all that engaged? He got a penalty that wasn't his, and yeah, I thought he was fairly in. involved in the game on Saturday when he came in. I think there's probably a certain giddiness to the idea of, all right, well, we're already 3-0 up. Uh, these days are down to 10 men. Okay, they are there for the taking. Yeah. Which is probably not going to be there every single game. No, of course no. not. I don't know. I just think it's, you know, we're talking. I thought it was, I thought it was bold to, so to, to sit in. I was, I was, I was really impressed. Really surpri- I was very surprised it. more than impressed that he had the uh, ability to stand up to the marketing machine and sit a DP. So. Um, I thought there would they would be giving a, a circumstance for why he, even if it was false, why he said that. I thought they would be saying, oh, he's, a, he's on a bit of a knock or something. Yeah. But, uh, the pancreas. But they didn't. Got to be careful with that. Yeah, you mm. spray that shit. Mm. Mm. But uh, I think if if I was managing, I might put him back in. All right, Marcus. I unfortunately, like I I agree that he. He you ha- you have, but you have to give me a reason for why he should sit. Well, that was the question. That's <laughs> a good point. Yes, say shiggles. Yeah. So that was the question. Um, well, I do believe he should start because the because of accomplishment. <laughs> that it's, is not no, no, the question. Back to you, Chris. Give I, me your reasons for why he should stay on the bench. Hold the goodness up. No, it's not done. <sighs> he should start because of two goals, even if they were the crappiest goals you could possibly score, like. Which they weren't. A, a penalty. A nice you know, penalties. Yeah. You know, not that that's a super easy thing to do, but it was a penalty, and it was a right place, right time on the doorstep. Yeah. On the doorstep, he should have both goals. He should have scored. Mm-hmm. Why he shouldn't is because he scored a penalty, and he was at the right place, right time to bang in a goal at the doorstep. Those are the reasons why. Like he's that's. It's great that he scored two goals, but they weren't anything of real remarkable. Like they were down to nine men at that point. Fantastic! You're amazing, Josie. Stay on the bench. You didn't do. <laughs> this is hard to say. Finley could have done that. Oh, uh, maybe no. But my Finley couldn't do that. He had his chances. He messed it up. An entry <laughs> level, an entry level striker should have gotten both of those goals too. Mm. And he should not start. I, I do agree with, with the formation argument. Leave, That's a wonderful uh, argument, For one too. thing, stop bringing Chad Barrett into every conversation. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I hadn't hey. even got to that part. It was the last point. Hey. Um, but, no, I, like, I, 
I think, unfortunately, I think he's going to start because of two goals. I don't think he should start because of those two goals. They weren't enough to prove to me that he deserves a starting spot. He deserves a back. <laughs> what uh, has happened across the table? You've lost that loving uh, bear. He's really committed to it, too. I this know, is great. I, <laughs> I poked the bear. <laughs> And he's gone. Right. Now, it's getting, gone. Now it's like you're eating a York. It's getting creepy. Whoa. Cherry Barrett. Whoa. So speaking of the lineup going into this game is uh, who's going to be at Keeper. There's been a bit of a, you know, there's obviously been some controversy surrounding who's going to play back there week in, week out with, you know, oh, everyone hates Joe Bendick and everyone loves Chris Kanaka, which is not the case at all. But this weekend, obviously, this past weekend, Kanaka got to play clean sheet hmm, look at that now again against a minnow undermanned question is uh, does he play this weekend against montreal is this going to be you know i don't know that he's necessarily been crowned now he is the number one keeper going down the stretch but having him play tfc2 midweek before the weekend to i think sort of tipped it and said yes you get to play does he keep him in on the strength of a kind of underwhelming clean sheet. You know, he didn't have a lot to do, although he did have a couple of nice saves. Like when he needed to react, he did. And there was that one time he kicked it right straight to, to Kyle Laren. Yeah. <laughs> the lovely pass to Kyle Laren, yes. yes. So I, I for me, I we I don't think we're gonna know until Saturday whether or not this is the road they're taking. I'm gonna call it right now. Kanaka? Yeah. 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 Um I, I, I just wanted to I just have say a, hi. I just have a thing. I, yeah, yeah. Go, go on, Mark. Go on, Mark. Mark's here. Joe, look, man, I'm so sorry. I thought, hey, here's an opportunity for a well-rated keeper to gain some memeable traction. So I took the screenshot and I posted it. I never thought that that look of frustration and confused rage, which is what I saw, would get you benched. You didn't deserve that. And Kanapka made one punch all game. Otherwise, Kanapka bored. That should have been you out there, Mr. Bendick. And I expect it to be you for the rest of the season. You're a monster, man. You really are. Just saying. Seriously. Mm. Just, is, I, 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 I didn't look, think about this. I, this I felt terrible. Could be his fault. Hey, with, what does Uncle Ben say? With great power becomes great responsibility, Mark. What, what was the quote again? Not Uncle oh, Ben. Oh, not that Uncle Ben. <laughs> the rice guy. Not the oh. rice and burly guy. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> the Turkish delight? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, great power comes great responsibility, Mark. Yeah, you, you, you screwed him up. I had no idea I had that mm-hmm. kind of yeah, well, power. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you now go. You know. Yes, um, I think yeah, it's, it's got to be Kanopka. There's there's no point to put him in for one game and then exactly, go back to yeah. Bendik and unless he'd really like yeah, fuck I mean, things up on which, the weekend, which you know, he that, didn't. that was that was the gamble really because yeah. right, oh, Kanopka fucks it up. Do we go back to Bendik and uh, you know last week proves nothing because Orlando were hopeless and I feel like very strongly Bendik would have got a clean sheet in that game. As as well, yeah. um, which you know might have been a you know good idea. Keep him in there and let him confidence, keep confidence. building. Because now you know if Kanopka does shit the bed when there's an actual real test, but you, you're going to go back to Bendik. Hey. Mm. So you know, sorry, I kind of felt that Bendik being benched was more of a all right. You know, you're you've been you've been shelled a bit lately, and it's not your fault, and you're clearly looking like you're going to snap. Take the game off, you know, and. Take it easy. Yeah, I didn't see it as that at I, all. I, I, I saw I'm, that as... I'm optimistic. This isn't your time. I'm yeah. optimistic. I do think he will be starting on, on, on Saturday. No, I think it's going to be Kanaka. Bendik will? Bendik, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Uh, one of us runs this team. We just haven't figured out which. And I realize it's a combination, but uh, probably. I'd, I'd say barring disaster, either a terrible showing one match or an injury or something. I I'd, I think Kanopka's going the rest of the season yeah, as number too. one. Agreed. It doesn't. I don't think it would necessarily mean he's number one at the start of next year. But not necess- I think no, not necessarily. Unless, no, I yeah, think it means that wrong, Joe Bendick gets Kanopka's traded and they sign a different keeper. Or Probably. bring up one of the young guys. Or, yeah. you know, maybe it, it's Bono's time. It's right? Sonny Bono's time. time. Well, you'd hope. It's never. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I keep hoping. Oh. I know, I know. You, Sorry. I, I got caught up in like Duncan's positive, optimistic <laughs> yeah, tone yeah. from earlier. <laughs> and the Chad's coming back. <laughs> but not oh, Matthias oh, Lava. <sighs> All right. Because, of course, we are at the X. What crazy new food stuff would you create to honor this match? Go on, Tony. You look very eager. I right would say you're like, no. no. picking up my paper. <laughs> I'm not going to do it now. Too much pressure. <laughs> the perfect Toronto combo. That's <sighs> right. You waited, and I'm jumping in. <laughs> I hope you didn't steal mine. The per- if you did, I did this. you're a hacker. That's right. fantastic. He the perfect know. Toronto combo. Okay. It's a hummus souvlaki pizza. With a side of kale burrito salad and artisanal bacon bubble tea. We always lean on poutine, smoke meat, club super sex jokes, when it, and a sigh for Mitsu. Uh, <sighs> those aren't jokes. Hands Before our Montreal jokes. <laughs> I figure that could how Montreal would mock Toronto. Something that's like a blender of food crap and trendy shit. Alright. I went with the, uh, in honor of Saputo. The deconstructed deep-fried provolone balls on a stick. It's a delicious lump of cheese deep-fried on a skewer and then smothered in sauce, then put on a napkin where the sauce is removed and the batter removed and the skewer removed before being put in the fridge for 10 minutes. So it's a lump of cheese. Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you haven't had the deconstructed provolone ball? Well. The flavor profile is... Oh, it must be. The the layers must be ridiculous. Right, well, this is the the four hundred one derby, so you know let's let's concentrate on the the four hundred one aspect of it. So mm-hmm. um, there's raccoon. Four hundred and one. <laughs> no, oh, I don't mow his grass. Uh, so you know, going by popular stops along the way between Montreal and Toronto, we have uh, Saint Dubert chicken. Yes, I'm in one. I love it. It's <laughs> the best city ever. Sorry, poor uh, man, Swiss chalet. Wrapped in a pot. Fuck you. Wrapped in an apple pie from the Big Apple. Okay, and you're then, losing me. Then, of course, deep fried because it's the X. Naturally. Call it the, uh, what, what, what do we call it? The, the Grand Ubapple. Ubapple! Pumped at Ubair. The Saint Ubapple. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's chicken, as, as chicken as, and an apple pie deep fried. Look, as long as it's served with Saint Hubert gravy, I'm in. Okay, okay. So I went with a little mashup between sort of a, a, a Montreal favorite and. Strippers. Yes, deep-fried strippers. Ah, deep-fried uh, strippers? <laughs> I was just thinking deep-fried stripper G-strings, like, but the actual strippers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like thinking about it. He's like, Tony, Tony, if there's a plus, probably kill all the germs. Yeah. Most, of the, most of the diseases, too. And you could do it more than once. There you go. I don't know about HPV, but the other one is totally mm, good. Mm. Yeah. That's where the flavor lives. Mm. Okay. Stop talking, all of you. Especially you two. She's pointing to me, yeah. Tony. Jesus Christ. 
Back to you, Go deep fried panties. <laughs> <laughs> so, smoked meat sandwiches are sort of, you know, always very popular in Montreal. They're known for it. There's all the different places that you go. This one has the best one. This one has the best one. Sort of the hot food stuff here in Toronto lately seems to be tacos. Everyone's talking about tacos. Oh, so I was right. No. Yeah, absolutely you were, yeah. Shut up. Um, so, a smoked meat sandwich as the taco shell deep fried and then is the meat <laughs> is the smoked meat the actual show What's the I feel like we've had this conversation <laughs> so the, the smoked meat is like no, the shell no 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 the sandwich you is the shell it with it's shell? a big sandwich and they, they deep fry it in the shape of the shell and then you stuff it with general like taco-y goodness no. so oh you, shit you shape the sandwich that is not actually bad you sh- wait, 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 wait 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 right you shape the sandwich like a taco so you'd make a Big technically smoked meat sandwich. Technically, smoked meat shell taco. Deep fry it. But she said the sandwich is the shell. Yes. Sure. The sandwich is the shell. How are you going to get a sandwich? Oh, so you're like, oh, so you're like, you just make sure it's a big piece of bread. That's a massive. Yes. Uh, Yes. Exactly. Why are you not getting this? I think the I think think structurally it's different. I think structurally the 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 bread would break in the midpoint. It's still nice. Don't get me wrong. Still a great idea. This would totally work. Okay. I thought I interpreted it as it was just the the meat that made the shell. That's what I was thinking. Which would also be pretty sick. Yeah. Anyway. No, that was easier to make the shell with. Yeah, I would think so too. But then that wouldn't make it a C and E extreme food stuff. Um, as soon as you deep fry Montreal smoked meat, it's pretty much whatever mm. after that. No, you that's put, too easy. That bread. And you basically, you, well, you, you just put fair like, trade cocoa on it. Okay, it's, you go with like a really big, like crispy taco shell, and then like smoked meat all around it, and then it's like one of the like little soft flour taco shells within that. That's not so a that sandwich. it's kind of like that's not a sandwich, more or less. It not is. What, that's it's not a, what she's selling. It's a bread product. That's not what she's selling, I sir. <laughs> I'm just she was bending a sandwich. I am you. bending a sandwich. Yeah, I, I think that would work. I'm just trying to, you know, simplify it for your simple mind. Exactly, because you can't see the genius of Simple this. minds just close the show. Ah, thank you. Yeah. I won't forget about me. Predictions for this game? Um, 1-1. Ooh. Yes. Really? Mm. All right. I don't think that was crazy. Can you read that for me? Hooray. Tony predicts 1-1. Uh, four two Toronto and people Woof. want and and people want seconds of the artisanal bacon bubble tea. Mm. <laughs> well, I went three one Toronto. Woof! I know. Which end do you eat the sandwich from? What are you talking about? It's a taco. Yeah, but you start from the top. Like no, you start from the It's like any taco. You can go from the side. If it's a sandwich, the width. Well, this has been it's this gonna week's be this podcast. <laughs> That's what the X is all about. Uh, Crazily big. Follow Kristen at Casey Rubens. Duncan is available on. What was in the middle? It's delicious. At Duncan Culture, you can do carne asada. You can do. I wouldn't do fish taco necessarily inside that because that would seem kind of confusing. You could just do like. And as always, get used to it, Toronto. Get used to it, Toronto. Get used to it, Toronto. And get used to the sandwich.
Fagundes. It sounds. It would be so good. Why I'm, are you like not I'm, on board? I'm with not this? really a huge fan of smoked meat, to be honest, in itself. But like you would but do the a idea more... of a sandwich as, as the the crust of a exactly. taco. I am exactly. Hundred percent. You don't have to that. do one of the giant smoked meat sandwiches. You bring it how down about, to scale so yeah. you can bend it. Well, a little deep easier. dish pizza. No. I mean, yeah. How how about oh, how is this deep dish how pizza? About, how about we make this Toronto centric? You know. Chip putty as the the side of a taco. I yeah. still, I'm still having bread structural issues. Uh, you gotta get. Pasta. I'm an engineer you foremost. Food, Since when food <laughs> scientists can make this work, Tony? Food scientists will make it work. Yeah. Just just because your mind's too small to, to figure out the logistics doesn't mean it's not a great fucking. Ooh, plan. what about deep fried Smarties? <laughs> Sounds Canadian. <laughs> the orange ones used to taste like orange. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Yeah. Isn't that what you guys said once? Yeah, that's just science. Yeah, when, when isn't Roundtree like to, near Peterborough or something? Mm. What? What did you say? I said, isn't Roundtree near like Peterborough? Even the that's when you true. get the really big <laughs> bread. <laughs> if you get okay, look when you get the really big bread, it has to bread. be yeah, that's crusty. The sourdough bread. Sourdough bread's not crusty. It's very soft and bendy. On the outside. It's no, it's not. Like a sour, a rye, but no, no, not a rye. It's okay. sourdough bread. You've been it's not. one and a half. Hey, no, yeah. no, no, no. What if you just grab it out of a loaf? No, no, not rye. F- fancy fucking healthy rye shit has no place in a deep fried taco sandwich. Sourdough bread is no. like so. This. What kind of bread? White? No, totally. white what bread. Just a big slice. A sourdough slice is like this. That is uber bendable. Okay, as what a if, huge piece of bread. Like that? Yes. Nothing's gonna happen right here. There's no creasing. That where there's going to be breakage. I, food science, Tony. Oh I have a solution. <laughs> Go on, I have an amazing solution. What? Because it's the X and it's absurd. What if you just take a small loaf, hollow out like a taco, and build your sandwich that way? That's thinking. There you go. That, that food science. Exactly. What's your fucking problem? Yeah, Why but, were you not that embrace wasn't my argument? But, but, the smoked you know, meat sandwich. You another part. You gotta have the smoked meat bit in there. Yeah. You, yeah. Hollow, you cut it out. You take that part out. Put the meat down. Put that part in. Seriously, I wish I had a deep fryer thing. just so I could this actually do this. This would dollars. And I would get in line for that shit. They would do this. It's an extreme food stuff. What's the most you've ever paid for a burger? Not $34. Lies. What? Okay, Do I look like the kind of man who would spend $34 on a burger? Yes, actually. No. No. Oh, no. I am. I have strict, like, ratios of money to amount of food I It get. could be made from Kobe beef that Kobe Bryant actually fucking raised. It, it could be off it. the side of Kobe Bryant. Ooh. Ew. It could be actual Kobe beef. As long beef. as it's not Nimi, because there's nothing there. <laughs> there's no such thing as Nimi. Ah, it's cartilage. What's the special sauce? Also, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I'm going next to get to go to Berlin. Allegations. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find someone to make this. Just deep fried. Okay, I don't even know if this is going to make the outtakes, but if it is, uh, and you're still listening to this at this point, because I would have stopped. I would have stopped. Um, put it in the comments. Would you buy this monstrosity for 35 bucks? Of course they're going to say we'll buy it, but they're not thinking about the architecture. No, but you based on the updated architecture, the that architecture. would actually... You actually haven't even tried yeah. it. You're just assuming it's going to fail. Foods you have no faith. Bring me, bring we'll, me, we'll uh, bring that me out. a blueprint next week, and we'll, we'll revisit <laughs> this. I gave you a blueprint. No, 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 no. That was a hollowed-out bread blueprint. The, She's the, not happy with that. Okay. Oh, no, no. I, Honestly, I, I, if I had a deep fryer big enough, I'd fucking try this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I want to know when and I'm next. And then we get good Montreal smoked meat We need to have a contest. We all have our own designs for how to make the best smoked meats. Taco. Sandwich taco shell. I also don't like what's inside. 
Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of smoked meat myself. I think the no, meat, no, I mean the, the taco inside the meat thing. I don't like. You don't like tacos? I love tacos, but I don't know if that goes racist with, with smoked meat on the outside. Oh, oh. Right, well, well, we can offer well, different things. Mustard. It doesn't have to be. Well, well, whatever, has to have mustard on it. Whatever fucking taco yes. meat you're going with, then just have that within the shell. It's stuffed shell. You know, have the same. Yeah, you can have chicken on it if you want it. Same as. That's not yeah. Canadian anymore. Let's, this sort of thing has got to be out locally there. sourced. What do you want with Swiss chalet smoked chicken? Meat? Is that what you're not smoked no. meat? No, but no, say you bear chicken stuffed, fingers, stuffed taco well, no, shells no, no. inside. Because so no, that makes it all Quebecois, though. I wanted no. to have a combination yeah. of Toronto and Montreal. Yeah. Stuffed shell Portuguese tacos chicken have then. to exist. Sure, peri-peri just gorisca, peri peri, or oh. just bacon. Well, it's like pulled pork yeah. within we'll a couple of different tacos. It doesn't shells. have to be one yeah, pulled pork. Yeah, do the soft yeah. and hard. I think I've seen that before. The soft and hard. You can together. never get soft and hard. Whether they put meat in between the we two. We can laughably have I a. Don't know. It's happened in this <laughs> conversation. Yes. We can have a laughably but, yeah. vegetarian option, and I say laughably because it would still be a get out. Meat. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Get shut it. Out. It's, no, it's it would a, still be a tomato. It, no, it would still be a smoked meat taco with a vegetarian inside. That's the humor. Okay. Now you're in. Now you're in. A whole, a whole vegetarian. That's, and it would just be avocado, hasty. which would be I was awesome. too hasty. I'm sorry, man. No, I'm, the smoked meat is mandatory, or else this conversation never took place. <laughs> One could wish. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, there's, there's a lot of people here not fans of smoked meat. It's poutine Ooh. within the taco show. Who's not a fan? I'm not. You you just suggested you didn't. Uh, no, I suggested I didn't like the mixture of, oh, of Mexican okay. taco you, flavors and, and then, smoked okay, meat. Sure. But I didn't right, say well, you had to way, have Mexican taco I don't flavors. Like, I don't like smoked meat, so poutine instead of the tacos in, inside of the taco. Yeah. Two yeah. podcasts now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Split yeah. Yeah. This is going to be, this is gonna be like the, thir- the, the Thursday, podcast? Friday release. Yeah. <laughs> just this fucking rant. Yeah. We're going to call it 102A and just... Because, like, this is a good 20 minutes. Welcome to poutine.